Hello and welcome once more. It's the On and Off the Pitch podcast. I'm joined by the fellow YouTuber, Red Devil Weekly. How are you? I'm doing well, thanks, Ronnie. Thanks for having me on once again. No worries. We're jumping straight into it because I've literally just finished talking to Jessica, who's over in the UK. And so much has happened in the last few days, obviously following the defeat um, to Liverpool, uh, 3-1. The demise, the sacking, the removal of Jose Mourinho. Uh, what are your thoughts? Well, I mean, it's. I was shocked. I, I was very, very shocked when I heard the news. I mean, obviously, you know, we, we knew it was coming, I think, uh, after the, you know, the last few results and results before. And obviously, especially after the Liverpool game, you know, so many... The, 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 I felt that there was definitely an attitude, an attitude change in, of, of some fans who were hanging on to Jose Mourinho. And after that game, I felt a bit more of the fan base, a bit more of the iceberg kind of fell into the sea. And there wasn't... I did think it was coming, but I didn't think it was going to come this soon. Um, yeah. And to fair, I don't think it should have come this soon. I, I, I did think we should have given him at least January and at least seen, or even just given him until it was mathematically impossible to... Uh, you know, qualify for the Champions League next year, and I thought that's what they were going to do. But evidently, uh, something tipped them over the edge, and uh, you know they sacked him. And I'm I'm not sure whether it's going to be the right decision. I guess time will tell on that, to be honest. Um, but I, I do I do feel sorry for Mourinho uh, in a lot of aspects. Uh, I think he was you know a great manager, and uh, he has he has been fairly successful. In fact, what the most successful manager since Alex Ferguson. So you know I feel like you know he's, we've got a lot to thank him for, and. Uh, even though the last, you know, this season it's not been great at times, um, I think overall I think he he did a good job. The only thing that would worry me is the fact that when Mourinho came in, he was arguably one of the best managers in football. And if one of the best managers in football can't can't you know win and do well at Manchester United, whether that's his fault or in you know, the board not backing him, I think it's a bit more of the latter. But whether it's I mean the fact that he can't do anything. It does worry me for the future. You know, if if, so, if someone of his caliber can't can't you know win a Premier League, then who's going to be able to do it? But yeah, no, I was just very very shocked when I heard the news, and I think it was coming. It definitely was coming, but I didn't think it was going to be so soon. Yeah, and you, you're right. I said, who can follow on from Jose Mourinho if one of the greatest or second greatest uh, managers in football in history, in terms of the the, the medals, the trophies that he has won. If he cannot fix Manchester United, then who can? Apparently, the hierarchy uh, above him believe that a returning legend, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, can do just that. Will there be sunshine from Ole? People are already talking him up in social media terms, in the mainstream media, about what he's going to do for the players that are there. He's been brought in to bring um, some life back into the players, give them confidence, you know, um, lift their spirits and, and actually bring the fans back together. But his appointment, for me, has left not so much a sour taste. It's given me more of a... Dis um, it's, it's, it's poked me in a certain area in my brain to say that this board don't have a clue. They don't have a clue because I think when you you look at the size of the club that Manchester United is, you have a plan B in place or a plan C and you actually go about a recruitment process that is diligent and actually thorough to to, to step in from someone of, of, of Jose's grandeur. And we've gone for, for Ole. And, and don't get me wrong, I'll be very clear. 
I regard him as a legend. I regard him as a, as a footballing legend in the history of Manchester United. But in terms of his managerial acumen, his success, it's not great. And, and, and to measure him on that alone, we are almost going back four years or five years to the point where it was David Moyes. And the board said, we're going to give it to someone who hasn't won anything. And hope and cross our fingers that he will be successful in the same breath as quelling the noise from the fan base, giving them something to talk about, which isn't negativity and almost a bit of misdirection. A bit of misdirection. For me, I am not jumping up and down in terms of the happiness with regards to Ole. As I say, I don't think that he's a bad manager, but I don't think that he will be as successful as everyone wants him to be or everyone will expect him to be in Manchester United. But when you look at Jose, a very successful manager in his own right, couldn't handle um, certain individuals, couldn't handle... Um, the media spotlight, the media questions. Some of the press conferences were difficult. They were were unpleasant to listen to, to watch. Probably only a, a 10% of them were the old Jose Mourinho that everyone loved. And I think some of his decisions as, as the manager trying to, I think, appease the fans as well, giving Pogba the, the armband. I think since his removal as manager, some of the, well, the particular tweet that came out, some of the instances, some of the rumours that are floating around the, the internet saying that he has done this and he has said that, demonstrate his level of immaturity. Man United should never have been in this position where they've given the armband to someone who doesn't actually understand what it means to wear the red shirt, let alone be captain of this club. Just it, For me, it's... It's it's um, a sad state of affairs, but Ole is meant to bring around, bring around the sunshine. He's meant to bring in the the, the goodwill and change the, I'd say, the immediate future of of Manchester United Football Club. This and and this is the question that I want to ask you. Really, do you think that he is suitable to be the long term manager? Uh, not a chance. Uh, no. Not a chance. I think. Look for me. Uh, I think you know. I, I obviously you know. I, I wasn't. I wasn't lucky enough to you know watch you it live. No, no. Uh, I, I just missed it. But I've, I, obviously, I've, I've no. I know all the stories. I know uh, how much the fans loved watching him play. And 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 he, and he is a club legend. There's no doubt about that. You know. Let's not get that twisted. And I think he will. You know, uh, you know, bring the, bring a smile back to the fans' faces in the short term, and you know, obviously he's not Jose Mourinho. And really, for me, if if he just you know tells the players to go out there and attack, he he can't lose because in in terms of you know the the fans wanting a more attacking style of football, the majority wanting a more uh, attacking style of football. If if uh, if he comes in and gets you know players like Rashford, Lukaku, uh, our, our front line, you know, really going for it, then I think people will be happy with that. But for me, I, I well, I agree. I think. In the long term, there's it would be a massive mistake for him to be here at the start of next season. If he is here at the start of next season, uh, I would not be hopeful. I think even if he went on and you know got us close to the top four, because I don't think we can get in the top four this year. Uh, but if even if he like if we if we won you know ten games on the spin or whatever, I 
I still w- would doubt him. I think his managerial experience in England, obviously, you know, he would have learned about about his experience at Cardiff. But let's be fair, it wasn't uh, didn't really cover himself in glory. Obviously, got relegated. Um, he's done all right in the Norwegian league with uh, Mulder, but you know, the Norwegian league. Let's be honest, it's not exactly it's not exactly the best league. Um, but I mean, I think you know. In terms of getting the fans, you know, you know, United and things like that, I, I think it's not too bad an appointment, but it has to be only for the short term. And hopefully they can use this period of the, the next kind of six months where he's in the job uh, to kind of do some more playing behind the scenes. I've heard potentially a director of football is going to come in, uh, things like that. Obviously, again, this could be complete rumours. But, you know, obviously, if, if they are trying to, you know, do a bit of planning before they, you know, bring in, uh, you know, someone like Pochettino or, or another manager after this, then I think I think it's a good move. But, the, I mean, I think... If if Solskjaer cannot be the long term manager, I think I'm all right with him being the manager to the end of the season because I think this season, um, you know, once we're out of the Champions League, uh, there's not too much else to fight for really. Um, so I think you know, I think I'm not too disappointed with Solskjaer coming in as a short term. But as you said, I think if he was in the long term and if he was the starting manager. Uh, at the start of next season, if I see him in August on the touchline, I will. I'll be worried for the season ahead. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I'm just. Um, I'm looking at Twitter, and I've, I've had a um, a tweet from uh, someone who's interested in jumping onto the podcast at some point, and and keen to share their thoughts on on Jose. And I have been busy with with Twitter conversations today. I believe that if 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 what's being reported in the in the press that they're looking at him beyond this season and the, the compensation to Mulder uh, is that, that, that the hierarchy are, are playing lottery with with the hopes and, of Manchester United fans. And in, in doing so, we as fans have to expect that there will be no real progression in, in terms of uh, trophies. There may be an improvement in style, but he has to be given time. And if he's there, if he is there at the beginning of next season, uh, I don't want, I for one will not be saying uh, we need to be in top four. Uh, we need to be in Europe because we're a big club and we've got money. Uh, let's let's be honest. Man United have spent money and they've not spent it well. They've spent, they've not spent money well on players. Uh, their recruitment has been poor. And uh, if you look at Edward Wood's um, CV in terms of recruiting managers, that hasn't gone well. And he spent money on bringing the managers in and getting rid of managers. And we are still in the final six months of David Moyes' tenure, which they're paying off. So saying that Man United have money doesn't necessarily mean that they have class or common sense or even business sense. So if um, Ole is there at the beginning of next season, then it is really important that, uh, from my point of view, that he's given the time. He has no pressure. Because if this is the direction that the club wants to go down and say, this is what we're going to do, we will back him, then fans need, not only need to back him, but actually need to say, we need to take a step back. We may not make Champions League. We may not. We may not make Europa League. But if the football returns, and this is what everyone has been clamouring for, the style of football, the Manchester United way, if that returns and they see progression in that in that side of the football um club and they see young players being given a chance, then of course I give him all the encouragement and praise that he needs. But you can't have both. You cannot expect someone who hasn't played in the Champions League as a manager 
to expect him to be in the Champions League managing Manchester United is just a totally different ball game. But he will find that out when PSG arrive. He will, he will find that out. Um, I, I, I'm not upset if he stays beyond the summer because I think uh, as a Man United fan and I think as a fan of football, I, we, the, the club have, have navigated their way in a haphazard way to this point. So if they can make it to uh, dry land and uh, steady themselves for a while, then then that's all well and good. But I don't believe that there should be too much, not so much too much joy. I think there should be so, a, a certain amount of reality and, 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 and a decent level of expectation to say that, you know, we are steadying our ship. Because if you place too much expectation on him and he doesn't deliver, then we're right back in the same position. And I already tweeted out, what is to say that he's arrived, he's taken training, he'll be there one, two days, three days, and he still starts with Matic, Valencia's restored to right back, Phil Jones gets a game, Fellaini plays. There is no guarantee that those players will will be jettisoned from the club because if they should have been jettisoned, they should have been jettisoned by Woodward, but he gave them new contracts. So, you know, there's, there's hope and there's realism. And I think somewhere in between, United fans need to kind of position themselves and say, well, we hope that this will improve our fortunes, but the reality is it will not be immediate and it will not be quick because this is a long-term fix. But I don't believe that the board have, an, have a real idea about what they're doing. I, I honestly believe that they're just, you know, on a wish and a prayer, thinking hopefully we'll get through to the end of the season and muddle through. Because I don't believe at any point in time did they envisage sacking him so soon. I thought they would have waited until at least the new year or at least until they had been kicked out of the Champions League, which everyone said Manchester United would do once the draw was made, and that they would then use the time between now and then to put their feelers out as to who, who can they bring in. And again, even today on Twitter, rumours of uh, uh, um, Conte being lined up. I mean, another defensive manager, so I mean, you know, you, you couldn't make it up. You couldn't make it up. Um... If you, if you say that you don't want Ole there long-term, who would you want? Oh, uh, well. <laughs> I, mean, I know, I know. It's a, I mean, I feel like deja vu. I mean, it's, I don't know. Look, I, I, I think, obviously, I think uh, Pochettino is being banded around a lot. Um, yeah. But personally, I don't see him wanting to leave. I don't know why you'd want to leave. Spurs for Manchester United, other than, you know, I guess United in terms of, you know, I don't know, revenue and, and the amount of fans around the world, they're a bigger club. But Spurs right now, in terms of quality, um, are, are much better. And I think Pochettino is definitely building something there. And I don't understand why he'd leave his construction halfway done. Because um, I, feel, I feel like he could really do something there. Um, but again, I don't know, maybe it could be a money thing. Maybe Ed Woodward's, you know, preparing a massive a massive wad of cash for him, but I, I, I don't know. But I think he, I think Pochettino would be a, de- a decent manager. I'm not sure if he'd, you know, be any, you know, bring back the kind of glory days we saw with Alex Ferguson. But I think he, I think the players, um, you know, w- would respect him. Um, 
and I think I think he would be a decent option. Although, again, you know, I think it's it's right that you know we don't we, we shouldn't put too much expectation on his shoulders. Um, but I think I think he's definitely someone who's who who, who I'd who I'd I wouldn't be I would not be opposed to bringing him in. Um, Zidane Zidane for me is the one which if I if if, if we brought in Zidane I, I would I would be slightly worried. I think there's a lot of United fans who go, oh yeah, Zidane, Zidane, he won three Champions Leagues. He's he's suddenly one of the best managers in history. Um, but I would like to see him, Zidane prove himself at a different club before coming to United. Um, you know, I, I just I, obviously you know, ordinarily three Champions Leagues in a row would be a brilliant achievement, and it's I mean it is a brilliant achievement. But you know, if if you look at the team that Zidane had, and then you take Ronaldo out of that team and see how it's performing now, it's it's night and day completely. It's it's you know it's completely changed, and I'm I'm not sure how much of the success was down to Zidane's management, um, or was to, was down to the the quality of the players, and obviously you know managers. They they are going to have a bit of a say. I'm not I'm not going to take all the glory away from him, but I think you know he did get you know a few helping hands and had a very very good team. Um, but I think Zidane again will be someone who is who's uh, who's definitely up there. But not he's not up there on my list, but will be up there on a lot of fans' list. Um, but I, I I don't know who else really. I don't know who else. I mean, I mean, I mean Lauren, there's been talk of again. You're going to say Lauren Blanc. There's been talk of Eddie Howe. Oh yeah, yeah. There's been talk of Eddie Howe, and then following that, that since the rumours of Pochettino being linked to Man United, there's been talks of Spurs being linked to Eddie Howe. So it's the merry-go-round of names that they can link. It's like the the the, the, the journalist jigsaw puzzle that they think, oh, we can shift these around here. Who can we link? Which club to? Which manager? Uh, you know, I I'm of a strong belief that when I looked at the the the, the potential managers that are there. As you say, Zidane for me, when I look at the league table in the Liga, Real Madrid fourth, no Zidane, no Ronaldo. Same team. An aging Ronaldo and Zidane. It wasn't very difficult for Zidane to manage that team. Let's be fair. You know, they won three Champions Leagues. That's great. You know, um, it's a two-team league, probably three teams with uh, Atletico Madrid. But, Maybe that's signalling a change of the guard in Spain. But in terms of him as a manager, I'm not saying that I would say no, but I would question whether he actually wants the job more than anything. I think why would you um, sully your name by going to take on a difficult task where there is no money and you have difficult players and players that are doing their own thing? Why would you leave the, the warmth of Spain where you are to go in, 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 and manage Manchester? You know, he's not a young and eager manager in waiting, trying to make his name. He made his name as a player. He was part of the backroom staff at Real Madrid, managed the B team, was given the job as the first team manager, free champion. There's nothing else for him to do. You know, seriously, some managers work all their life 25 years maybe plus to even get to a Champions League final once. Once, maybe twice. There are a handful of managers that can do it. He's in that bracket. Jose's in that bracket. Sir Alex Ferguson only did it twice. Ancelotti, Pep. So it's, it's when we talk about big time managers like Zidane, what is the lure for him to leave where he is, the comfort of his home, 
to go to Manchester United and, and, and deal with a club in turmoil, a club in turmoil in a, in a footballing sense. I know everyone talks about, oh, you know, they're doing really well off the pitch and they've got all of these brands and they're advertising and it's bringing in loads of revenue. Doesn't mean a, doesn't mean two pence to a fan. Doesn't. Fans are only interested in team, the team performance, the application from the players, a good style of play and three points after any given game. That's all they're interested in. They don't care about anything else. I don't care two hoots about adverts, adverts or advertising. It makes no sense to me. So um, in terms of the names linked, Zidane, yes, I can understand, but I don't think it will happen. Pochettino, I honestly believe Daniel Levy will kill anyone that goes near him. <laughs> he would literally. I think he'll have a hitman himself. My brother's a Spurs fan. As you know, he said that the Spurs fans will hire a hitman themselves. Um, they won't let him go. Daniel Levy doesn't even like Manchester United, so he'll make them pay through their nose and everything else. You know, I think Manchester United have handled this poorly. You know, they're, if they're expecting the, the sunshine from Ole Gunnar Solskjaer to be the saving grace in a long-term sense, I doubt it will happen. And this is me not saying anything against Ole, because again, because he's a legend. He's a club legend. You know, he's, he's, he's not in the, the class of 92 bracket because he, he didn't come through. But everyone knows that he scored vital goals for the club and never once moaned about being on the bench. And he spent a considerable amount of, of his time at the club on the bench. And he played at the club at a time when there were four strikers, not three strikers now when, you know, if one's on the bench, there's, a, there's, a, there's an, an issue or someone's saying, oh, they're not happy, they're being dropped. You know, none of the strikers that are playing for Manchester United now were as good as Oli in his, in his heyday. Oli was lethal in front of goal, along with Andy Cole, Dwight York and Sheringham. So if he can bring that kind of ruthlessness to the front three, great. But I don't expect him to be to be to be able to to to, to improve players like Smalling and Jones. You know, I don't think he's going to do anything like that. And, and they'll work on systems and how he will approach players such as Lingard and uh, Pogba and um, Pereira, who's, you know, everyone wants to see play and Fellaini. It will be interesting. It will be really, for me, it's going to be really interesting to see if there will be any difference in terms of the personnel on the pitch now that Jose has gone. And, and should he choose... Uh, the same players, I know some will say he needs time to assess. Well, let's be frank. If you're not, if you're not making an assessment in training, you don't need to kind of wait until 90 minutes in real time to make that assessments for things to go wrong. I think he's been in management long enough. He's not that naive to know that in training, some players will give the rules, some will mess around, but it's about what they do on game day. And I think for the last few games, where let's say, for example, Paul Pogba has been highlighted, he's given away the ball too many times and his performance has been poor at best. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if he stays on the bench along with Lukaku. So it, it, will, be, it will be interesting to see, really interesting to see. I, I'm, I'm not sure if... We are at the beginning of something good 
and we can generally say, yes, this is where it begins and we're on the upturn, or if this is just another period of stagnation before they make another change and realize that they're spending money in a, in a totally different area or the wrong area, or this will be the sign of where things actually go drastically wrong and the team plummet down the league. I, I honestly don't know. What do you think? Well, um, it's all about planning, I think. I think the fact is is that, you know, with David Moyes, I mean, he was basically appointed by Sir Alex Ferguson as like the successor, the, the chosen one. Um, and, I mean, that, that wasn't too much planning in, in place for that. Um, and, I, I mean, he, I, it didn't go well for him. Lou Van Hall, I'm not sure what happened there. I actually, I mean, it, it's a bit of a controversial statement, but I actually thought that, um, you know, it, it was the wrong time to sack Van Hall. But, again, that's, that's a different issue. But, uh, you know, I thought I actually he was doing all right. But then, this is the thing that worries me, you see, because Jose Mourinho, when, when we brought him in, everyone was like, this is it. We've got a serial winner at the club. You know, someone who knows the Premier League. You think he ticks every single box that you'd ever want for a for a for a, a, a team which should be up there winning titles. And I think a lot of people thought, "Here we go, we're we're, we're going back up. We're going to be one of the best in Europe again." And uh, you know, we, we it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen that way. Um, and you know, it, this is why I, I, I you can't be sure. I think only time can really tell um, whether we are going in the right direction. Um, I think for the short term we'll probably see a bit of a difference uh, in terms of, um, you know, the style of play. But in I don't think there'll be too much of a difference in terms of results. I don't think we're going to be shooting up the table anytime soon. I think we'll still hover around kind of sixth or seventh for the rest of the season. Um, but again, it's just about that what, you know, what structures are put in place for the next manager, uh, what, what, what they do behind the scenes, whether that's appointing a director of football or, you know, doing anything that they need or backing the manager. Um, you know, I think that's that's what's going to be key, and I think they need to learn from the mistakes uh, that, that 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 they made. And the worry, the worrying thing is again for me. I mean, it's, I don't like to be worried about me, you know. But again, once again, I am worried about the board um, because they they haven't learned from the mistakes of the past. You know, we've they've, they've had three. Ed Woodward's had three chances of appointing a manager, um, and three times the management has failed. Now, I'm not going to suggest that it's the manager's fault. Uh, totally that they failed. I think, again, the board has also failed the manager in a way. But it's, 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 I, I, they need to learn from their mistakes, finally actually you know, take a step back, look and have a critical look at what's going wrong behind the scenes. What, what are they doing wrong? Not just what the manager's doing wrong. What are they doing wrong and what, can they, what they can do right? And if, if they can get that process right and you know, kind of get that right behind the scenes, bring someone in who they know is going to you know, get the results and can you know, get the best out of players, properly back them, not just back them like some fans think they did with Jose Mourinho, because honestly, I don't think they back Mourinho enough. Uh, act, you know, properly back the manager, uh, you know, bring in someone. In, don't let Ed Woodward make any footballing decisions. You know, he'd be great on The Apprentice, but he's not a football punt man at all. You know, so don't let Ed Woodward make any footballing decisions. Let him, you know, do the true religion stuff or the, you know, stuff yeah. at Chevrolet. Let him do that because he's great about that. Great about that. But look, Mo I, I play, and Mo play, whatever that is. Oh yeah, the Mo play calendar. Yeah, okay. brilliant. Um, it's, uh, but yeah, no. I, I look. I as I said, time will tell. I'm, I guess it depends on who they bring in next. I think if. They let Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, you know, manage afterwards. I mean, personally, I would be a bit worried. Um, but 
I think if they if they do this right, if they you know if 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 the Solskjaer's period you know gets the end of the season and 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 the fans are a bit more upbeat about the club, uh, and then they you know they can and then if they can, I I don't think they will be able to if they're able to bring in someone like Pochettino or they find some other candidate which arises, um, then I think. I think you know they 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 would have started handling it well, but it's all about that process. It's all about the planning because, as we know before, there's been no plan whatsoever and uh, f- fail to prepare, prepare to fail, as they say. So yes. yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, prepare, prepare to fail continually. It's a the twilight zone version of Groundhog Day. If any two programs were wacky as that were combined, they'd be called Manchester United's transfer recruitment of managers and players it's really funny because i'm looking through twitter what you're saying stuff like this and i actually tweeted something for fun um earlier and uh, uh just on his day it's a quote on his day he can control and boss the game just as long as the day isn't monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday or sunday who will win choose your player and have hashtag just for fun um two players Pogba and Ozil uh, and I, I put them both in there because those are the two names that are always linked to that phrase on his day on his day He's so talented on his day um, at the moment uh, Pogba's winning by 89% uh, the quote fits is on his day and I think there's too many of those uh, phrases are used with players at any given time during um, the season Really, on his, we never said that about Roy Keane. On his day, you know, he was a, he might have made something of himself or Paul Scholes on his day. Uh, no, they were just legends and they will always be legends because they delivered every single time. Uh, gosh, um, the, the, the hierarchy at, at um, Manchester United, and it's really, it's important to talk about them because it's, it's, now that Jose has gone and that the Jose chapter is over and people are probably having, you know, belated bonfire-like parties with his mask and effigy, you know, placed on them somewhere in the in the, the, the counties and shires of the UK and around the world. It, it doesn't take away the fact that before he was sacked, there was talk of director of football. There was Patrice Evra linked to it. There was Edward van der Zaar linked to it. All of these people were linked to it, former United legends. All of a sudden now, no talk of it. And there's no talk of it. Why? Because they actually they actually had identified that the issue was Woodward, that he was interfering in transfers. He never allowed the manager to do what he wanted to do. And a lot of people were saying he wanted to get rid of Marshall. And, oh, we can't do that. He wanted to get rid of Pogba. Oh, we shouldn't do that. Sometimes, just as a manager doesn't fit a club, a player doesn't fit a club. And there have been plenty of good players down the years in any club's football in history, let alone Manchester United, that have gone there with a big name and a big transfer fee, and it just hasn't worked. It just, it just, it, for whatever reason, it just hasn't worked. Didn't work for Angle Di Maria, didn't work for Veron, you know, didn't work for them. And big name players, just it, it, for whatever reason, they, they turned up and it didn't work for them. Didn't work for Falcao, and I think actually Falcao wasn't given enough time and he came back too soon from an injury. Just didn't work didn't work so I I think that even though you spend a lot of money on a player doesn't mean that you have to stick with that player um, 
week in, week out, season in, season out, when you know full well and not actually focused at the task at hand, which is winning games for you, and they're more interested in um, their own media profile. And it may be at some point in, fu- in the future that Pogba is sold or he moves on because of choice. He may still actually want to go back to Juve, even though Jose is gone, because he's openly flirted with them on Twitter on a number of occasions, posting Twitter images, you know, pretty much like Memphis Depay, you know, opening the fridge with Man United shirt on, those kind of things. You know, you just upset your manager for no un- an unknown reason. And I believe that there are, there, are, there are so many little issues in the football club that need to be ironed out. It will be interesting that everyone's talking about he will uplift players, he will, he will build up players, he will um, give them confidence. Jesse Lengard doesn't look like he's lacking confidence when he's dancing around in the changing room or on the pitch. Pogba likewise. So I don't think it's a confidence thing. I think they're just some, some of them don't, didn't want to play for him. And I think some of them didn't want to play for the club and they didn't want to play for the fans. And and that in itself is a sad indictment on them because they don't realise how big the club is and what the club means to, to fans around the world and in Manchester, how important that club is, what it means and, and, and the feel-good factor that it spreads when the team is winning and, and doing well. Because it, there is generally a... A, it's, it's that ready brick glow that touches everyone. And I think in the last five years or so, it's been really hard for United fans. This has been uncomfortable. It's almost like being in therapy with you've got angry siblings that you don't normally argue with or, you know, it's a, 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 an extended period of Christmas where you're spending with relatives and you think, you know, I really need to go out for a walk now because you're getting on my nerves. That's what's happening because there are fan bases within the fan club of the club. And if Jose, oh, we'll say Jose, if Jose was the cause of that to, to, to materialise, then if they believe that Ole is going to come along and with a smile and, you know, a, a hug, bring around something that's totally different within, not even so much just the club, but the fan base in terms of fan favourites and player favourites, they are mistaken. Those divides are still there. There are still people that, you know, talking about Marshall. Just imagine if Solskjaer turns up and says, um, you're on the bench, Marshall. Or I'm going to start you on the bench, Rashford. Just imagine if he does any of those things, what will fans say? Will they give him a hard time as they did Jose? Will they moan? Because this is this is the gamble that the hierarchy are, 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 are playing out in front of the fans. They know that whoever comes in is going to get some time, which is going to give them some time. They have no idea what they're doing. They generally don't have a clue. So many names are linked to this job that they have really made it clear that they are out of their depth in terms of footballing knowledge, in terms of what they need to do for this club and how this club needs to be run. And not just in the first team, but right through the core of the club itself. Uh, And that's why um, it upsets me to look at Manchester City, um, and it upsets me to look at Liverpool and see how they're progressing. And it upsets me to look at Spurs and Arsenal under the new manager, a new regime, 
about how they are going about because all of those clubs have got one thing in common and it's not the money and it's not necessarily the style of play and it's not necessarily the, the, the technical ability of those players is that the board do not does not get in the way of the manager. If the manager says he'd like someone, the I ever say, we haven't got the money or we've got the money, but they don't dictate who they gain. And that is the problem that Manchester United have had for quite some time because there have been players that have been bought and I'll put, I'll go out there and say like Lindelof and Bailey, I doubt very much anyone knew anything about them before they joined. And when they did join, I doubt very much anyone would have been saying, great, we've signed two new defenders who are, you know, because so many fans are talking about marquee names that when someone comes in that they don't know, they haven't got a clue what to do or say. And then when they're not good enough, they complain and say it's the manager's fault. So I'm hoping that whoever comes in as a player under Ole's reign, if he stays that long, that everyone gives Ole time and they give the players time. But they have to understand that Ole's decision will not be the one that actually brings the players in. It will be down to Woodward. Totally down to him. I know, it's, 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 almost, it's almost like therapy, the devil. It's, got, it's like therapy, <laughs> but, but, not, but not enough. Not enough therapy. Um, if... If man, after you know what I'm just thinking, I'm not. I'm just trying to be. I'm not trying to be, you know, downbeat. I'm. I'm feeling upbeat. I'm, even though I'm a Jose man, you know, I can separate the fact that he's gone and he's moved on, and, and I wish him all the best. Uh, talking about Jose coming back for a moment, <laughs> which <laughs> there were rumours about him going to PSG. Yeah, straight away, and I thought, I did. I did later on in the day when he was removed, I did speak to someone who said they knew something. Uh, you, know, you, you, you know, it's like you speak to someone who says, yeah, I've heard this. <laughs> if you really? Great line. You know what I mean? What? what? They goes, yeah, yeah, this is definitely... Like, Are you sure? They goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they, and they, they start to break down video clips. And, and you know when Jose was leaving, he was outside the hotel in the car. Yeah. And he's got the window down. And he looks so relaxed. He looks so at ease. And he's like, you know, bye guys. You know, just that kind of, I'll see you later. But I won't, I'm not saying I'll see you later, but I'll see you later. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if I were to say that Jose will turn up at a Champions League club this year. I don't even think he'll wait a year. I think he'll probably want to get right back in and I believe he'll get individuals actually approaching him between now and the end of January before the Champions League returns in full and I wouldn't be surprised if two of those teams aren't Inter Milan and Real Madrid and Real Madrid are, in, are actually in fourth place so I could see them going there and getting someone that they know and the hierarchy respects. And I, I could see him going back there and actually winning the Champions League. I really, really do. I really do. And I, I, it, 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 it puts into question for me, one, the support that he's had from the board at, at Manchester United, but also it highlights and, I, and clearly illustrates that his track record has always been, give me the money I want, 
so I can get the players I need to win the trophies that you want to put in your cabinet. That's been his MO. And if he does that at Real Madrid, I will be not so much as happy for him, but I'll be shaking my head and thinking he's done it again, but he couldn't do it with us. And I'd have to ask the question, why? Why? Yeah, what do you think? Well, I mean, look, I, I think, I think he, he, he would, I think it would be his job that he, he would take. I think, you know, I, I think Real Madrid are looking to probably get rid of their manager. Um, I, I think, well, especially if you've got someone like Jose Mourinho available, I think you'd be, you'd be a fool to pass that off. Um, and I think, I've, I've always thought this. I've always thought if Jose Mourinho had a board which fully backed him and you know fully believed in what he wanted to do and let him dictate what he wanted and and he got what he wanted he he could be unstoppable he could re- he could really build a team which in his own image which could be very very difficult to beat and could be a fantastic team and i think we've seen it down the years he's when when the board's fully backed him you know at at chelsea um obviously it, it did kind of end a bit sour and sour there but that wasn't um there are other reasons for that, but of course, like Real Madrid, Inter Milan, he's won everywhere he's gone. I think there is definitely a common factor, um, and I think I think at United, he, he fell out with the board, um, you know, and I think with Real Madrid, I think he would be very very successful. And to be fair, I, I would I would actually be I'd actually be very happy for Jose Mourinho if he did win the Champions League with uh, Real Madrid, and uh, I, I'd be very happy for him because, you know. He, he he deserves some success. I think. I mean, I, I think th- there's no one who's entitled to success. Yeah. But I think he he if if he if he gets what he wants, if he has the right ingredients and he and he knows how to bake that cake, he will bake it and he'll make it and he'll win the. Ch- I don't know why I use that analogy, but he will. <laughs> he will. I think you'll definitely get close. I think. Pretend, I mean, if uh, it depends how much money, if, if he does come in, in January, of course, which again is speculation, but if he does, uh, it depends how much money he gets given. Um, but I feel that you're right, you know, Real Madrid, the hierarchy respect and no Jose Mourinho, something which the hierarchy at Manchester United didn't seem to do. Um, and I think that was definitely down to his downfall. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I'd be very happy for him. I, I'd be very, very happy for him. I'd always have a wry smile on, on my face because... Uh, just n- looking at a, a lot of the a lot of the fans who said, you know, he's he's t- he's a tactical dinosaur. He's this, he's that. You know, he's he's ruining the club. And then, you know, if if I if I saw him being successful somewhere else, I w- I would just be like, you know, well, you know, what's your excuse now? You know, what is your excuse now? Because is it was it really Jose Mourinho's fault? And I think maybe him winning the Champions League could be the best thing to actually highlight what was going wrong at this club. Maybe maybe him being successful somewhere else, which I'm sure he will be. Um, you know, maybe that will be enough for fans to realise that it wasn't just Jose Mourinho's fault. There was other underlying issues at the club. So I, I, I'd be ecstatic for him personally. Do you know what? I just had, earlier I was recording with um, Jessica and um, DJ Frags called and obviously... Frags is a Liverpool fan and I've not spoken to him since Jose has left and he's called again just now while you're on and I'm thinking, I can't take that call. I can't take that call. There's too, there's too much there's too much banter to be thrown around from him right now. I'm avoiding avoiding Liverpool fans like like the plague. <laughs> exactly. We're in a therapy session right now. We're you know? in therapy. I'll, we I'll, explain, I'll explain to him. 
Exactly. I'll, explain to, I'll explain to him right now. What I'm, I'm tweeting something as I speak to, to, to you, and it's a question um, talk, going on from what we were just talking about. Um, could Jose end up at Madrid as their manager and then recruit these two players? One, Hazard. Two, De Gea. Mm, well, mm. now I think both want to be at Madrid, and then and then you've got a manager like Mourinho there as well. To be fair, it's, yeah. it's you know you've got someone there who's who's pretty much guaranteed to succeed. Well, there's um, the, there's the relationship between Hazard and and Mourinho, which people say they fell out. Would Hazard look beyond that to get there? I I, I think. If you have a dream, if you have a dream, you're going to want to do anything to get there. And I think if if Jose Mourinho comes knocking on his door and says, do you want to come to Real Madrid? I can make it happen. I, I don't see why he wouldn't take that. Yes, potentially his his relationship with Jose Mourinho might get in the way of it, but these things can be rekindled. These things, I mean, I, I don't know how deep it goes, of course, but I think it can be rekindled. It, it just takes for you know a, a successful campaign with a manager to you know start... Get that you know team spirit back and 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 get that relationship back is because ultimately the team spirit and, and good relationships are built out of being successful and and when you're not being successful that's when all the kind of backbiting and envy comes in and all the relationships go down the toilet so I don't know I think Hazard yeah I think he would he would, he would uh, overlook all this all the all the past uh, I, I think you know as I said if you've got a dream as a footballer and it's a long a lifelong ambition. And and you, you might only get one or two chances to be scoured by Real Madrid. You might only get a few chances, or even just one chance. Yeah. So he, I think he, I think for him, he would have to take it. He would have to take it. Yeah. Well, the tweets out. The the tweet is out there. That's going to cause that will cause some um some ruffled feathers, I believe, especially with the second name De Gea, because obviously United fans don't want uh, David De Gea to leave. But he's been at the club quite some time. He may be looking to uh, go back to Spain and stay uh, uh, in, in warm weathers and actually uh, try his uh, hand at, at Champions League with a different club because there's no guarantee that Manchester United are going to make it this season, are they? So unless they get through uh, the wall that is Paris Saint-Germain and the snipers on the wall, uh, Mbappe and Neymar, <laughs> uh, it's going to be very, very difficult. Um, I am, we're coming close to the end and I'm thinking, obviously, I want, I want to end on a high, um, definitely in terms of positivity. I, I, I'm happy that Ole's been given the chance. Whether I'm happy that he'd be looked at as a long-term appointment, I'm not sure, even though I'll be okay with it if he's still there. I know you say that you wouldn't be. Um, but if I were to push for you, someone, and this is for something, someone left field that we've not talked about, someone we've not mentioned, and I've literally just thought about it right now. I'm going to ask, it's almost kind of like a banter question, because this will make us laugh before we leave. So many people were talking about this particular manager getting a Real Madrid, Real Madrid job before the current manager had it. Um, and everyone's talked about Pochettino, good football understands what it is to play attacking football. Everyone's talked about Eddie Howe, young attacking manager, understands how to play attacking football. Um, oh, this is going to make you laugh, Red Devil. Um, uh, Martinez. 
Roberto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are you are funny, Rodney. You are funny, <laughs> Roberto Martinez. Well, <laughs> I'm waiting for someone to actually say that next. On the, I'm, I'm waiting for that name to arrive. I'm honestly waiting because I'm so, at some point someone's going to say it. I thought it might as well be us. Start the the hype train. Start the hype up. Start the hype. Martinez for United. Might as well. I mean, if Pochettino's been linked and anyhow, and neither of them have won anything, at least Martinez has won the FA Cup. At least he's taken the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least he's taken the country to the latter stages of the World Cup. He knows what the business is about. He's he's his team outsmarted Brazil. What do you want? Let's be honest. So he's got the he's already got a, a level up on both of those managers. And even though his name brings around brings about laughter and joy, he's still an outsider. I'm gonna actually stop. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna tweet that out there. <laughs> just, I'm gonna just tweet that out there. Coming up with the ideas. It's it's it's, 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 it's genius on the fly. Genius on the fly. <laughs> on the fly look we've come to the end I'm going to say thank you uh, for joining me Red Dev. time's flown so quickly it has yeah yeah it's been a pleasure though absolute pleasure um, and hopefully next time we do this we're speaking on a bit more positive terms but yeah thanks for having me on Rodney yeah, definitely definitely uh, well, we ended on a positive note even if it was slightly um, humorous um, yeah, yeah. definitely okay um, thanks for listening everyone Please, uh, you can send your questions and comments to at on and off the pit, I P I T, should I say, one, or at Rodney underscore Cyrus with a C. Thanks for listening. I'm back very, very soon. Bye for now.